Hey, Chris Duke. Hey, Kim Duke. I was um, listening to one of our old episodes with Missy, um, the LADC that was here, mm-hmm. and we talked about therapists having therapist. And I thought that was a great conversation because I've told that to patients before that the importance of therapy and having, you know, therapists, even talking to therapists. And um, we have a great sponsor we want to talk to you guys about, um, BetterHelp.com. Uh, you know, one in four people are struggling with some type of mental illness. Um, and BetterHelp.com has over 4,000 licensed uh, counselors. Uh, and, you know, you kind of went through the algorithm and you can explain that to everybody. Yeah, so as you're filling out the questionnaire on their website, that you can watch it automatically start to narrow down counselors that will best fit your needs, whatever you've got going on. Uh, they have licensed alcohol and drug counselors, like we said before which is huge right now there is not a lot of in-person stuff going on whether it's aa meetings na meetings all that stuff it's really tough so being able to have somebody that you can communicate with not just for an hour on a phone call you can message them email uh review notes there's all kinds of great stuff um, that's that's offered through that website it's really personal stuff and unique to you which We, we talk about every single episode how important mental health is to us and so we are absolutely honored uh, that they're sponsoring today's episode support the podcast by supporting yourself betterhelp.com slash ddgd that's the acronym for the show duck duck gray duke so it's nice and easy to remember and thank you to our sponsors and enjoy the show All right, you ready for the intro, Kim Duke? I'm really tired, but yeah. <laughs> Hi, Kim Duke. Hey, Chris Duke. Uh, we had a pretty crazy weekend. Uh, we were both at weddings yesterday, and I was super scared. I was too. I kept my distance. I feel bad because now I like because I, I said it on a few episodes where I was like, "There's a lot of like anti-masker and da 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 da," and it was going to be Sturgis rally basically. But everyone was actually really good. Like, oh yeah, I think a lot, lot of people wearing masks and socially distancing, and I was I was very impressed with with how non confrontational everybody was. And then on top of that, the photos. So I did. I shot a wedding where uh, our tattoo artists, our main tattoo artists, uh, were exchanging photos for tattoos, mm-hmm. which is so tight. No, that's that a good best. deal. That's a great deal. I know. Yeah. I'm going to finish my upper arm on the side. Uh, you know what's funny? I woke up yesterday morning. I was like, I'm going to cover my back like big time. He's going to finish my arm over here. Then I'll have two sleeves. I'll let Keith finish your arm because I have more money with Josh. So I'm going to blast no, my back. No, I, I want Josh to do my arm. I want Josh to blast all over my back. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, I was. So, yeah, and then you went to. A I went too. to my friend's wedding, in which I was like almost didn't even go. Like even up to the time I had to oh, leave the house. Shout out to Riley Downs, by the way. He we co-shot the wedding. Yeah, I. Uh, gosh, and then I was asked her like, "It's an outdoor wedding." Like she. Oops. How many people are going to be there when she said sixty? <clears throat> I was like, Whoa, that's, that's a, a lot. lot of people. Granted, it's outdoors, but I've been hearing people get sick from going to outdoor weddings and stuff. I'm like, it's just not worth it to me to get sick. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, we'll just stand apart, like far apart during the ceremony, and then we'll just leave. It was me and our two kids. And when I got there, there was definitely not 60 people, a lot less. And people kind of stayed in their little 
little pot yeah little pots and so i was like with my one friend and her friend who had been around my one friend and she can't get sick because she will literally die if she gets sick so i'm like okay i'm gonna hang out with her because she can't get sick so she probably hasn't been she hasn't been around anyone she doesn't go anywhere and then i mean our kids ran rampant i'm like can we just let like run around (laughs) reel this in a little bit yeah but like i didn't get close to any other adults which yeah. was nice. Like, and they, what they did for, they like masked up, gowned up, gloved up to serve people. And only one person could serve a certain dish. Yep. And so it was nice. They made it and like, they had like appetizers that were pre-wrapped before. Yeah. So they did a lot of things where I'm like, okay, this isn't terrible. Like you they, see a lot of that stuff net, like pre-wrapped. Like I went to uh graduation. Oh, wait, before you talk. Oh, I have to introduce you. Oh, you should have. You guys were already talking at me. I know. <laughs> it just don't crazy. do that. I talk. No. At, I always talk to the person here. I'm like, like, who's here? Uh, who's here? <laughs> okay, ready for this scathing intro? Yeah, let's do it. Let's All right. So um, he's a Jewish kid from Colorado, by way of the Ukraine. I know there's not a lot of Jewish people in Ukraine, but he was broke the mold. And then he was like, on top of that, I'm going to start doing. S- interpretive Acid. stand-up. He started out oh. dancing his jokes. Nobody got it at first. They still don't. But a, a gal from San Francisco took a chance on him and said, they're going to lo- Oh, my God. <laughs> That's driving me crazy. <laughs> you just punched your headphones off. <laughs> Completely ruined the flow oh, of the bit. It's dead. She <laughs> was just like, shut up. <laughs> Go to punch you, but punched her own. <laughs> All right. Put your domestic violence mitts together for Dan Bublitz. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Woo. Okay, you went to a graduation party? Yeah. And we're going right back into it. And uh, they had Subway catered oh, in, yeah. and Subway individually wrapped the the sandwiches like wow. they were a little you know yeah 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 like the they're portions, like even smaller even yeah. smaller than the north they're like four inch i yeah, think yeah they're like something. i think they're like the kid size yeah 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 and they had them all individually wrapped wow. so that was you know really yeah. cool and i went to one outdoor wedding too but that was that was like in july and it was out in montana okay and I was pretty worried about that too cuz it's like montana's one of them states that's not necessarily you know, doing anything yeah, as yeah. far as that goes. It was really weird, like traveling through there because some areas, some cities were very strict about it and others were not. Within like the it, same state. W- within the same That's state. That's crazy. Yeah, just yeah. within Montana. It was really weird. Montana's weird like that. Yeah. Like it's very still Wild West. It's a lot like Arizona in that regard. But those little pockets of culture, mm-hmm. like that's where it's... So yeah, it can be completely different. Did you see the... I don't know if they still have it, but there used to be this billboard for the Bull Testicle Festival. I don't think I saw it. It it was. I'm in fact, I know. I'm not saying it's not there. I just didn't see it because I know if I would have saw it, I'd have remembered <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a very. It's a very. Yeah. It's it stands out in your memory because uh, an artist drew a bull like covering his junk, going. Oh my god, that's funny. So it's this massive billboard in the Bull Testicle Festival. It happens in July. Gross. That's, that's how memorable it is. <laughs> I, yeah, like I would have definitely things. remembered that. <laughs> but then in where the fuck was I? Bose, Bosemont, uh, Montana, and I met this radio DJ at a skate park, and he was like super hipster, 
super liberal and was talking about how progressive this city is and it's like I just passed the bull testicle festival sign (laughs) (laughs) like 10 miles back yeah would you have eaten a bull testicle hell yeah you would yeah would you eat anything weird like that I have what have you eaten I've had I've had Rocky Mountain oysters and they were terrible were they chewy yeah, I just imagine it, they're yeah, very chewy. Yeah, they were a little chewy, and I was not a fan. You know, because like I grew up in South Dakota. That's a big, you know, oh. thing there too. Like it's a, you know, it's a Midwest thing. Anywhere where there's cattle, I suppose. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I tried it like one time, and never. I didn't like the way. It ta- I didn't like the texture. Texture. It was, it was, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh. Yeah. Yuck. Have you had cow tongue then too? I feel like I might have tried that when I was in California, actually. Because that's popular for tacos. I was yeah, just going to say that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. After I said it, I was like, well, wait, they put it in tacos. And yeah, anything you put in a taco, you taco. can it taste good. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't know if I actually did. I know it was readily available when I was in California. Yeah. But I don't think it, I, I feel like it is at every taco place, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a popular thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, people who are, are listening and haven't heard of, of, of young Daniel... We met, uh, well, we had spoken because you were doing the, is it the Snow Jam Festival or what's that comedy festival? Yeah, Snow Jam is the comedy festival that I co-produce. Yes. So Andy Matfield told me to hit you up mm-hmm. about something. And then I think Andy told you to hit me up about the video thing. And then from there... You guys are just hitting each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So We're just hitting each other Andy up. Andy Matfield is like a... <laughs> he, yeah, he was the connected. Because I was looking... I was trying to find a, a videographer for another friend who was coming into the area. Okay. And Andy recommended Chris. Okay. For that. Yeah. And so we got to do two shows um, in... What was that? Shakopee? Yep. Yep. Dangerfields. Dangerfields. Yeah. Yep. I didn't see any pictures of Rodney Dangerfield. I know. Isn't that... It's like total false advertising. <laughs> it's like, talk about a bait and switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that that was such a fun show, and you... I I would say that you're the Brian Regan of comedy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that's a great compliment, I guess. I mean, I'm not anywhere near as good as he is, but hey, that's that's a great compliment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, so your stand-up is super fun to watch. I've told you that before. Um, and yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, it, how did I describe it before? Like, it's like somebody who tells stories at a barbecue. Everyone listens. Yeah, that that'd be a good way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very good and very digestible. Um, so let's dive into much the, like barbecue, much like barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so how did you get started in comedy? In comedy, huh? Oh man, <sighs> it's like wouldn't that be wouldn't that be like the 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 kicker if I forgot like right at that moment? <laughs> Like I've been asked that question so many times, I'm just like I don't, I don't remember. I do comedy. What? No. <laughs> no. Uh, the short answer is I got divorced. Uh, that's the short answer of how I got into comedy. But what had happened is I was married for a really long time, and we we did get divorced. And then I felt at the time I felt like I had wasted a lot of my life because I was married for 12 years, and. I was like, you know what? 
I don't want to waste any more of my life. I got to go start doing things that I want to do. Mm. And stand-up was one of those things that I'd always wanted to do, and I never did. So I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to look into it. I found an open mic. Um, at the time, this open mic was like once a month, and it was kind of uh, it was like a contest thing, basically a bringer contest situation. Oh, okay. Um, which I didn't know what those were at the time because I'm totally oblivious to anything, you know, outside of what you would see on TV for stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because at that point, I've only been, I'd only been to a few live shows because it wasn't, you know, readily available in my area where I lived. Uh, but anyway, I signed up for the open mic, and I signed up for a couple months in advance, so, like, I had time to write. And I just started writing and rehearsing, writing and rehearsing, and then uh, then I finally went up. So how old were you when, when you did that then? I was uh, 31. I was about to be 32. Wow. So I started way late. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's funny. I was, because I was 30, right? Or 29? 29 or 30 when you, yeah. Yeah. Or no, yeah, I was 30 for sure. Okay. Because I've been doing it for three years. Okay. Yeah, you were 30. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's youngins. Funny. Youngins. Ugh. Well, because nice. you're, what, 36? No, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Oh, my God. That'd be so great if I was 36, though. We'll just say I'm 36. I'm okay, 36. good. Actually. I really thought you were our age. I'm. Yeah, I know. I get. I, I dress like I'm 12, so. Well, but <laughs> you, you, you communicate the same way, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because well, I think I'm we're used to having people in their early 20s, like mid 20s yeah. on, because yeah. that's what, like all the comedians right now. And it's like, then I feel real old because it's like they don't understand, like. Oh You're yeah, like, oh, yeah. Anytime yeah. I, I mean, make a '90s reference, just right over them. You're just like, oh <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel sometimes when I when I do a comedy show and I'll make a reference and there's a lot of young people in the audience. You know, I'm just like, oh, like I have a joke about being a hipster, and one of the tags on it is about encyclopedias. And sometimes it does it does really good, and then other times it doesn't. And anytime it doesn't, I'm just like, oh, that's right. You guys don't know what books are. <laughs> I, your book is in your is hand. Digital. Yeah. I yeah. have a I have a joke where I talk about Akon, and there are kids that don't know who Akon is. <laughs> and I was I was like, oh, I, really? He's that old? Oh my god! It's it's. I mean, crazy. he wasn't out for like such a long period of time. He was like, you yeah, know. he was, dude. He was all over the place for. But if we're talking quite about like. Because he, he did a lot of collaborations. Yeah, he with collabed people. with. Yeah, exactly. I saw him when he was with Gwen Stefani. Yeah. yeah. But he like, because like the late 90s, he started doing stuff with uh, with Convict Music. and. But okay, then, but yeah, if you're trying 2000s. to hit like mainstream people, they're going to But hit... then he got, his solo fame happened in the 2000s. So yeah. that's why like mentally I'm like, oh, they'll get this. <laughs> I forget that it's 2020. Right. <laughs> Shit. How old, if you were to guess, how old do you think I am? Really? I thought you were like 32. I thought you were younger oh, than us. That's that's awesome. I, I, kn- at- I knew you were a little bit older than yeah. me. And that's because yeah. I, I thought, and I honestly thought that you were 36. No, that's that's great. That's, I'm before. good with that. I'm actually 42 today. H- happy birthday. <laughs> happy yeah. fucking birthday, dude. Yes, yes. This is... Uh, do you celebrate birthdays anymore? I'm nah, done. I think 33, I, I'm done now. Not really. I mean, big ones, I guess. Like my 40th, yeah. we did, you know, something. Yeah. But like like today, I... You're here. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, you know what sounds good on my birth? This is how you know I'm old. <laughs> right? This is how you know I'm 42. I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm going to go podcast. <laughs> yes. 
what would other 42 year olds do today podcast and watch football <laughs> exactly yes. that's, a, that's a good very good point yeah so and listen to podcasts about football yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had uh, I had a couple shows last night though, so I had a few drinks after the shows, but nothing crazy. No. Obviously, because I made it here almost. Where, on time. where did you? <laughs> where were you? I'm at? always ten minutes late for everything. I made well, it to the ceremony yesterday as she was starting to get ready to walk down oh, the geez. aisle. That was a clo- that's that close. That's that. Those people are the worst. <laughs> they didn't notice. I snuck up. Well, my one friend's like, "Did you see the ceremony?" I'm like, "I was standing right behind you," and I was. That's funny. Well, I had to. My GPS was goofy with the uh, the road construction. Like it was like, okay, oh, you sure. need to exit here, and so I exit, and it's like continue straight, and then get back on the ninety four. I was like, you just had me exit to sit at a red light. What <laughs> is this? No. <laughs> and then you had, had to take the death road. Yeah, yeah, that road. I thought my car was breaking down. It's awful. I Guess was... who still takes it every day to work when I'm like, you're ruining our vehicles. You cannot take that road. Uh, yeah. yeah I was I you don't save slow. that much time. If you have to drive that slow, the other road is right over there. That's really why I was Thank running you. late. You're I had in to your drive, 40s. You understand cars. I had cars. to drive super slow. Like, And even going super you're slow, like... I hit a spot where my car was just... <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, is it breaking down? Like, I thought... My car was breaking down, and I was like, no, no, no. This better not be. I see the flat. I see the flat asphalt. It's almost there. We're almost there. Uh, you almost the, get out, put your car in neutral. I'm just going to push yeah, you, baby. Yeah, exactly. We're going that we're way. Gonna, we're going to go real gentle. <laughs> we're getting out of this. Get the pavement, and then it was fine, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Like, our next house will be so much better. It's all concrete on the way there. Concrete? Asphalt? <laughs> I don't know the difference. You don't? Oh. Either way, it, it's, it's, it's just hard. It'll pave the way. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And you won't destroy your car <laughs> yeah. unless there's a ton of potholes. <laughs> so back to your, your starting comedy. So you're starting a little later, and it is weird because I Did was. Did you in start this... then in South Dakota or in Minnesota? In South Dakota. Okay. Yep. Now, you. At what. At, at what point did you like think, oh, I can, I can stretch, I can do more than just this five? Well, so honestly, I mean, I guess I hadn't really thought about that. Like for me, like as soon as I got a good laugh, and it was like the first night I did comedy. Pull that like a smidge. Oh, sorry. I keep moving. I'm very. I know. Can Everyone... you tell him a stand up? I should be holding the mic because then I can move it with me. Yeah, yeah. Stationary hey. shit is not my jam. <laughs> That's like Chris holds it like. Yeah, I do a lot of like mirror, mirror. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like I said, I'm used to holding the mic. Even when I do my podcast, I usually. I was going to say, mic. I also record three to four times a week. So I'm now I'm used to it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but like the first. The first time that I did stand up, you know, because like I said, I did a lot of like writing and prep and rehearsing before I even went up the first time. Mm. And I got, I mean, it was terrible jokes and it wasn't like the greatest set ever, but it was still decent for a first time, mm. I felt. And I got some good laughs. Uh, but as soon as I got that first good laugh, I was like, yep, yeah, this is what I got to do, mm. you know. And so I immediately just started like, because uh, there wasn't a lot of opportunities for stage time, you know. It's not like... You know, there's tons of shows. There's there was one comedy club, and it was like an hour and a half from where I lived, 
And, you know, there wasn't really a bunch of open mics. Like now in Sioux Falls, the comedy scene has changed tremendously because there's actually a scene. There's a handful of people that do comedy. There's some road comics that are based out of Sioux Falls. And then you've got, you know, they've got the club and stuff. And they've always kind of had a club and it's, you know, They've had they've had really bad luck with clubs, really. <laughs> they have because they've opened and then closed, opened and then closed. This one's been going for like three years, which is mm. great because it's like <clears throat> basically one of the longest running clubs in the last ten years. So with South Dakota, I always hear used to be. There used to be this spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> used talk to about be. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so there wasn't a lot of stage time and there wasn't really a scene. So I just started creating my own, like I started uh, my own show up in Watertown where I lived and, you know, and I just started, you know, because I had, uh, I mean, the material was terrible, but <laughs> I gave myself more time. So I was like stretching right away, Wow, you know, like, and I, I made a really rookie mistake, like right before I moved to California, because I moved to California about uh, maybe like six months after I started comedy. Seven Did you months move for comedy or was it something else? It was a combination of things. Okay. So comedy was one of the main factors. Also, I was in a relationship and her family lived in San Diego and she wanted to move because she was from San Diego. She wanted to move back. Hell yeah. Because I was going to go to... I was actually going to go to L.A. is what I was. I was like, oh, man, I'm the greatest comedian. I'm ready to go to L.A. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we started dating, and she wanted to move to San Diego. And San Diego's still close to L.A. It's Southern California. Yeah, and they have their own kind of scene down in San Diego. No, they don't kind of. They have a scene. They have one of the best scenes in the country. And one of the... One of the most beautiful things about it, it's it's like a secret. Like people don't realize how good it is. Some of the greatest comics are coming out. Is La Jolla um, by San Diego? Yeah, La Jolla is San Diego. Oh, okay, essentially. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the La Jolla Comedy Store is there. Uh, you know, and I know a lot of people that have worked there. But like uh, Zoltan, as an example. Do you know who Zoltan? Do you know? You don't know who he is. Oh, That's funny. Have you heard? Have oh no. The reason no. The reason I ask is because uh, <laughs> uh, Alex is a big fan of his. Oh, oh. That's why I was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was like, do you not know? Because Alex... Because Alex and I actually had a conversation about trying to get him to come out here. (laughs) Now now I know what you're talking about. My brain, whenever I hear that name, though, I always go to... Dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. Uh, But he's based out of San Diego. I mean, he started in San Diego. San Diego is beautiful. Yeah, there's some... And there's really great comics uh, that have started it. Like Jimmy O'Yang. He started, oh, yeah, at his, you know, in San Diego. I actually met him a couple times, you know, before he blew up as an actor. No shit. Yeah, and then uh, Bobby Lee was from San Diego, so yeah. like it's mm-hmm. it's had a scene for a long time, and there's some really good talent that keeps coming out of it. I think so you Ali ended Wong. Up in, what's that? So you ended up in San Diego then? Yeah, I yeah. ended up in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So I ended up in San Diego, but like I made a rookie mistake before I moved. I was like. I'm ready to record a comedy album. Let's do this. And I recorded a comedy album. And then I released said comedy album. And then a few years later, I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. (laughs) And I did my best to scrub it from the Internet. (laughs) Well, but I mean, was the crowd receptive? Yeah. I mean, but the crowd was also mostly just my friends. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's because I filmed it in the town where I lived and I filmed it at the pub where we all hung out and people 
comedy was new to the area to that area so people were coming out and enjoying it a lot of my other friends were doing the open mics and performing as well you know a lot of them don't now but um you know so it was like a new thing in that area in that small town and so people were coming out so yeah there was a lot of people there and it was a good received well but the jokes were terrible (laughs) (laughs) so how long were you in california then I lived in California for about five years. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I moved there 2011. Okay. And I came back in 2016. What were you doing for work out there? Um... Whatever. <laughs> I mean, oh, really? My, you were like just picking up odds and ends. <laughs> well, no, I had some jobs. I mean, because but see, everything out there that that's what really tripped me up is like I knew the cost of living was going to be more expensive in California. Like I was well aware of that. But in my brain, I thought, well, jobs are going to pay accordingly, you know. So, <laughs> and then I got there and I realized, no, that is not the case. Mm-mm. They barely, a lot of the jobs barely pay minimum wage, and. I'm like, how does anybody mm-hmm. live out here? Like, I, you know, I ended up doing, so I had a couple main jobs. Like, one, I, I worked at a scuba shop for a little while, and then I got let go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Uh, well, I'm not really a scuba, a scuba guy. I didn't really in San Diego? Is, yeah. That's but like I didn't a really, movie. Yeah, right? But I didn't really fit in. Like, I was the guy that was like... Not well, really asking, in the scuba. Like, you bunch of questions. You're like, I don't know. Well, so I worked. So they were like an online retailer. I mean, they had like the store, yeah. but like I was, I was just their nerd. That's why I got hired to do computer stuff. And <laughs> okay. Do okay. like help with like eBay and stuff because I had owned a comic book store, and so I have all this experience with e- eBay and online retail. So you can't that- just throw shit like that out there. I worked at a scuba shop. <laughs> okay. I owned a comic book store. Where's my phone? Do you have your phone? Like, yeah. we need to I need start you to taking start taking notes because I have so many fucking There's questions. There's so many. Th- I like we got. Okay. You guys are like, whoa, whoa, we gotta unpack some things. What's going on? This is too much chaos. You're throwing too many things. What is this life? I know. I'm like, tell me more about your life. Okay, gotta find my notes. Keep this going. is what's funny about that. I have a friend that, uh, that I went to grade school with, and one time he made the observation to me. He was like, man. You have lived so many different lives. Have you thought about this? For He's real. Like, you were married and did like domesticated life. You owned a business. You do comedy. You do. The- He's like, you've had so many different lives. And I was did like, you, I never really think about. Did that, you write but- down comic books? Hell, I'm wrong. Thank comic you. Book <laughs> okay, so you worked there. Yeah, so yeah. I worked there for like a, about a year, and then I got let go. Um, and then I found another job. Because of the eBay stuff, yeah, uh, which was r- my favorite job out there. Is I I was an eBay lister, but I worked for a company called uh, Max uh, <laughs> Matson Company. There we go, having problems with my words. And they were an estate liquidation company. But what they would do is they would you know buy estates, and they only they were referral. So it's not like they advertised; it was okay. word of mouth. And then they would go buy estates, and then they would resell on ebay and amazon and through craigslist and they had a giant warehouse down in chula vista and so all i did is just look you know we'd get stuff in we get our inventory in and we go through it look for the stuff that was worth money do some research and then put it on ebay and so i got to see a lot of really cool things like come through there did you ever see a harpoon gun i feel like i have <laughs> no i mean because really? any i mean you so many things come through there. Like it was crazy 
how many things would come through. And they would do consignments for people. And like there, there was this old Hispanic guy that he would go down along the, the border and hit up like flea markets and stuff and look for stuff. And then he would bring it to the shop to see about having it consigned. Uh. And he, and I don't remember who the artist was, but he found a painting that was worth like from a famous artist. And it was ended up, they sent it in and had it authenticated and it was a real painting. And then they ended up sending it to one of the big auction houses and it went for like 200,000 or something like that. Crazy. Like it was, Whoa. yeah, it was crazy. The stuff that would come through there. That is fucking wild. Okay. So let's we're gonna we're gonna sit in San Diego for a second. That's right. That's fine. Because there's so many things I mean, my parents fucking love San Diego. We had an incredible experience in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh we were at what what was it? Do you remember the name of that hotel we were at? Mm-mm. We were on the Pacific Boardwalk area. Oh, okay. So Pacific Beach. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, we were like in a hotel like right off the beach. You know that, oh, okay. that, yep. that pier that has all of those like That's beach houses? That's the boardwalk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we were like real close to there. Oh, okay. Like I never walked through LA by myself with our, my child, but with my daughter. What was going on? You had like allergies or something was Super bugging bad you. Allergies, so yeah. there was a Walgreens and I'm like, I think I feel comfortable. Like the people in San Diego are so nice. I'm not saying the people in LA are not, oh, no, but I'm I like, got a cold. Yeah. Oh, that's well, right. You got a cold. They're, yeah. San Diego is like super chill. Yeah. So I'm like, super I think I feel back. comfortable with just walking with our daughter to the Walgreens. Mm-hmm. It was like half a mile away. Walked it. No one bothered us. You I mean, all these people are like running. They're super fit. And I'm like, okay. No <laughs> that one's sounds gonna... right for Pacific Beach. Like, yeah. yeah. As, as, so it's funny. I After the show last night, uh, I was talking to somebody. And it came up that I lived in San Diego. And they're like, oh, man, I lived in San Diego for like eight years. And we started talking about places yeah. that we knew. And Pacific Beach came up because he was like, yeah, I liked because he lived in Ocean Beach. And he's like, yeah, I really liked Ocean Beach a lot better than, you know, like Pacific Beach. And I was like, yeah, I feel you. Pacific Beach was one of those places like anytime I went out there, I felt way too old to be there. <laughs> like that's that's what it was. To very me. hipstery like, young. Yeah, yeah, very young. I'm like, and it wouldn't matter how old I was. I'd always feel too old to be there. <laughs> the, the most... The best thing was uh, at like seven in the morning, we get up to go eat breakfast at this uh, place that was right next to the hotel we were staying at. And uh, the seating was out. So you're facing the the boardwalk and there's this uh, guy, I think he was like 40. And then there was this older gentleman that was sitting right next to him. He had a bag of dog treats and people running with their dogs would stop. And talk to the younger dude, and the older guy would give the dog a treat, and then they would move on. Like, and there, there wasn't like a sign, there was no money exchange or anything. They would just go up and chat with this dude, and eventually, the older dude left, and younger younger guy was finishing his coffee, and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta know. This is fascinating. What? Why are people? Come, are you like the king of the beach? What's going on here? And he was like, Oh no. Um, I just come, come here, here every, every morning, yeah. and people just got used to seeing my face. We started bringing the dog treats, and uh, we were like, "That this, this is this is San Diego." That's like, this exactly. Is, it was yeah. so yeah. beautiful, like, and I was like, you know, we we've we've never been to San Diego specifically. We've been to L.A. and, and other cities, but um, you know, why why do you why do you live here? And he said that he was a surfer. 
Yeah, first. he was from the East so, Coast. Yeah, so he moved out because he was he a flew surfer. Out there to surf one time, and he's like, "I gotta live here." No, I, I, make it I can see that. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if it wasn't so expensive, so expensive. So I, that's the tag. So he's like, "I love it here. It's the best city in the world," and uh, you pay. It is more expensive, but that's the the sunshine tax. Oh yeah, that's what they call it, sunshine tax. And because of that, you know, so I had that the 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 job the, the the real or the estate liquidation company that was like my main gig pretty much the whole time I was in California. Um, but in addition to that, you know, when I could get paid comedy gigs, I had money from comedy coming in a little bit here and there. But then I also do like well at that time it was Postmates. I mean Postmates is oh, still yeah. around, but mm-hmm. I did Postmates a lot when I was out there. So it was like you had like, to work constantly yes. just to like keep yeah, your head afloat. Yeah, exactly. So like I didn't really enjoy. San Diego because I couldn't afford to enjoy San Diego. Like, there's a lot of cool free things you could do, you know, you know, because like you've got Balboa Park and there's Old Town and, you know, all these cool little places you can go that are free, which I would, you know, go enjoy that kind of stuff. But like, you know, I didn't go to, uh, I didn't go to any of the, like, uh, did you ever go to Comic Con? Oh, I did. I went to Comic Con yeah. several times. I got. I actually got in as a industry. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking. Yeah, awesome. I went for a couple of years. Actually, the first year I was out there, I volunteered. Uh, I didn't get to go in, but I was outside handing out flyers for uh, a, for video games for Rockstar. <gasps> yeah, doing like guerrilla marketing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was for a Grand Theft Auto game. <laughs> <laughs> I got sunburned so bad. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. That's what I was like. Well, being yeah. Ukrainian, you burn Exactly. Easy. Yeah, I'm very, very pasty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I only have two colors. I'm paste and crispy. <laughs> <laughs> like and, a marshmallow. Yeah, exactly. In fact, you know what's <laughs> crazy? I went to put on uh, a sunblock not too long ago, and I couldn't tell if I put it on because it just blended with my skin. I was like... <laughs> You know, and I do have bad eyes, but I'm like, did I get this? I'm like, I'm like, what the? And it's like, I so if I went to go get, uh, <laughs> go get, uh, you know, if I had to do makeup and they're like doing a skin tone, it'd just be like sunblock. That's my skin tone. <laughs> That's how that's how white I am. All right. <laughs> so did you leave California because it was so expensive to live there? Or? Part of it was that. Yeah. I mean, I got to a point in like with comedy where I didn't feel like I was gonna grow anymore in San Diego. You know, like mm-hmm. I felt like I got to that point where I was doing some feature work once in a while could headline a show but like there's not a lot of there's a lot of stage time but it's not quantity you know so like a lot of the shows they do a lot of showcase style shows so you know it's a you know eight to ten comics doing eight to ten minutes you know most of the headliners when they headline you know unless it's a regular show at a club but like a lot of the other shows, you know, they might do 20 minutes tops, 15, 20 minutes. So there's not like a lot of grow, you know, mm-hmm. space to grow, and especially if you're not doing a bunch. You know, people like Zoltan, he got to the point where he could headline wherever in San Diego, you know, so he get all the stage time he wanted or whatever, which you can grow really quickly when you can do that. Yeah. I wasn't at that level, so I wanted to get 
to where I can have more stage time. And I knew coming to the Midwest would do that. And that's because you can work the road. It's also more affordable to work mm-hmm. the road mm-hmm. from the yeah, Midwest. Yeah. Living out there, you know, you have to pay to travel. You have to fly and this and that. And comedy doesn't pay that great. So <laughs> Really? <laughs> really. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I know. I'm full of shit. <laughs> I'm super wealthy. That's why I'm you know, here. I was like, you know what? I don't need to make money. <laughs> I made all the money in California, and I'm yeah, like, now just sitting I'm in a <laughs> savings account, just yeah. full of all that. Yeah, 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 yep. Just getting mold on it. Oh, it's terrible. I hate that when that happens with money. <laughs> right. That's why we keep our money in one of those humidity boxes, like for cigars. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Keep that mold off it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So that's why I moved back to the Midwest. It okay. Was, Did you move back then to South Dakota? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And yep. Because oh. I had uh, I had a friend who you know because I was already thinking about it. So I went on a tour uh, like the summer before I moved back, and the tour we, we we drove from California to Texas, and then we came up through Kansas, and we did some shows in South Dakota, and then we circled around through Arizona and whatever. And it was it was great. It was you know with a couple of my really good comedy friends and we had just a blast. But when we were in the Midwest, I really started to kind of get homesick mm. for the, like the people. Cause mm-hmm. people are nicer in the for Midwest, sure. you know, like people are pretty cool in, you know, San Diego, you know, but there's a lot it's of different. fake. It's different. Yeah. And everybody's like, not what they are. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm an actor. Well, what have you been in? Well, I'm actually, you know, just working on it, you know. I'm, <laughs> you, did you, you know, see that hemorrhoid say- commercial from a week ago? I was that guy. Yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> they're like, you know, that one second where just that was me. <laughs> I was the hemorrhoid. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so there's like a lot of like fakeness in Southern California, yeah. which you know I get it. Fake it till you make it. That's the saying, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's what people are trying to do, trying to make it or whatever. But. After being back in the Midwest for so long, I was just like, you know what? I kind of miss being here. So I had already started thinking about moving back. And uh, my lease was coming up on my apartment, and it was going to be a good time to go. And my friend was like, hey, if you want to move back, you know, I'd be glad to have you. And he let me stay with him until I got back up on my feet when I moved back. He was like, just crash on my couch. So I'm assuming that relationship with that girl... Didn't. Oh, no, obviously not. <laughs> that was part of the... So, <laughs> here comes some more some more stuff. Get those notes ready. I'm ready. Get ready for the notes. So, we had a weird ending to our relationship. So, so crazy. I wrote a one-man show, that shameless plug that's available on Amazon Prime. It's called It Was Supposed to Be a Love Story. Uh, <laughs> but we, we were engaged... Oh. And we had a wedding, and then a few days later, she decided she did not want to be married. Huh. So we essentially had a faux wedding. A f- wedding? Yeah. Who paid for the faux wedding? I did. Oh. We did. <laughs> Both of us. I mean, mostly me. So was, there, it, was it annulled then? So this is how it worked. Uh, and I, I checked with some attorneys to make sure it was kosher, uh, but- we just didn't turn in the wedding license. Oh. And wedding license expire. Oh. So. Shit, maybe we're not real married. So technically, oh, no. you know, 
in the eyes of God and friends and family, we were actually married. But by the state of California, it did not happen. So I see. Yeah. So. Well, the nice thing is that God isn't real, so you don't have to worry about that part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's history. That's history. But there was like a lot more to it because she was kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, she was had some issues. She struggled. That's yeah. let's just say okay. that she she I I think she had some mental health issues, and you know I think she suffered from a little bit of depression and things like that. And we definitely there was definitely some darkness there, mm. and our relationship just did not end well. It was way bad. If you want to know all the details, go watch my one man show. It was supposed to okay. be a love story. It was supposed <laughs> to be a love story. I like it. It's a stand up special. It's a one man show. So I also write poetry. Um, and so what I did is I took some of my stand up and I mixed it with poetry. Okay. Oh. And so, like, a lot of the poetry was stuff that I wrote, like, after we broke up because I was pretty heartbroken. Yeah. Like, sure. We had some issues prior to getting married and I thought we kind of worked them out. A lot of it had to do with me being gone all the time with comedy, mm. you know, that kind of thing and being neglectful. And I wasn't really there to help with the you know the wedding like and that made her feel like i didn't want to marry her you know like i totally understand where she was coming from yeah like i get that um and i think deep down maybe subconsciously i had reservations about our relationship and i think that's Mm. why it didn't necessarily take it as serious like was like okay i don't know that this is the right thing you know but i'm in love you know so yeah just you just you just think past it or whatever well i'm sure you're always gonna have like that um because when when you go through something uh traumatic which i would i would say that divorce is uh it it may not be as traumatic as, as going to war or something like that but like it definitely logs in your memory oh absolutely So you're always gonna have that slight um reservation on certain things and like that uh this little thing in the back of your mind that's like to protect you but also makes you kind of slightly question things Mm -hmm. so that's good yeah oh yeah absolutely that's definitely there and especially you know like i said i was married for so long Mm -hmm. before and it was like i mean i'm still kind of you know reservations about long-term Kind mm-hmm. of commitments and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm in a great relationship now, so it worked out really good. Yeah. yeah your girlfriend is fantastic, by the way. No, thank nice you. Lady. Thank you. That's right. You met her because she was at the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and we went to that, that bar afterwards. And yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. We hung out. Yeah. yeah. Very nice lady. So that ended. You're like, did the tour of the Midwest and you're like, cool. I'm going to go back home. Yep. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, I I lived out there for like a year or so after the, after the relationship ended so i it's not like i was just like oh, i'm gone now no, you yeah, know yeah. i like i had my own apartment with a roommate and when i say roommate i say like a bunch of roommates cuz there was one other guy that was on the lease but like his girlfriend lived there and then a bunch of our my friends stayed there all the time <laughs> so it was like this weird uh little two bedroom apartment with where lots of people all cycling. kinds of comics that's how people survive out there yeah <laughs> that's all you have to you're like no there's just two people on the lease but there's eight people really paying for that yeah. lease. exactly yeah. people would you know 
pitch in when they could and yeah. <laughs> had people like really... sleep Sorry. on my floor in my bedroom like a friend crashed on the couch another person slept like on the floor in the living room <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous <laughs> something that's really interesting about you um you like i i, I think of planning an initiative with you and then adapting like even though you like having a plan and you like you know knowing um the ins and out of whatever industry you're in or whatever job you have um you also accept like the climate so like even though you have these things that you know you need to survive you also accept the the nuances that come with whatever that mm-hmm. is. So like with comedy, like when you're describing, you know, people sleeping on the floor and stuff, I would imagine in your head, you're like, yeah, this is what it's supposed to be like. Oh, absolutely. Like, this is yeah. What no, I get it. That's like, because once you're in comedy for a while, you see that, oh man, this does not pay very well. And yeah, you know, but that's the other interesting thing is that like you do that. And so you're able to live in that moment and mm-hmm. be okay, which is kind of rare because like people in those situations can really spiral oh yeah they have these expectations and so you do that's what i'm trying to say you you manage your expectations really well ashi you want to tell the folks about modified tattoo what do you think they do piercings tattoos locally owned locally grown all minnesota boys but they don't do tattoos and piercings on dogs they don't but they'll do a tattoo of, of your, your dog. dog. Hey, Kim. Hey, Chris. What you doing? Um, just enjoying this great fall weather. You know what I love more than this fall weather? What's that? Getting tattoos and piercings. Mm, God, I love getting tattoos. Can't wait to get a sick neck tattoo from my homie Keith. It's going to be dope as fuck. Can we redo that? No. <laughs> A modified tattoo and piercing in Becker, Minnesota, right off of Highway 10 on Bank Street. Book online. Uh, they are uh, booked by appointment only right now. Mm-hmm. No in-person stuff to make sure that everybody stays safe. Which yeah. is great because then you can send them your idea. They design it. You go back and forth. It's not like you're walking in with an idea. And they obviously, they have to take time to design it. This That way, when you walk in, you're ready to go. The design's ready to go. You collaborate together. The artists are fantastic. 100% solid individuals. We love them. And to top it off, you can go to modifytattoo.com right now and enter promo code DuckDuckGreyDuke and get 15% off anything in their merch store that includes the jewelry. Yeah, which is crazy. They have great jewelry. Very oh, yeah. great. So that 15% Justin makes a difference. Hand picks all the jewelry and sterilizes. I've seen him at that fucking desk for hours on end sterilizing everything to make sure that everybody is safe and uh, no infections or any of that garbage yeah so modifytattoo.com to book your appointment today enjoy the show I've I've been a, you know around the block a few times. That's one thing that's 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 one thing that's always great about getting older. You just you absorb more wisdom and you learn you know as you as you get older and you experience things. And that's one thing I've realized pretty early on too is that there's some things that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. You you can control so many things, and then there's some things that are out of your control, and you just have to accept it. And the sooner 
the sooner you accept that the, there are things out of your control, the freer you're going to be because you're mm-hmm. not, you know, you're not trying to concentrate on that control. It's up, whatever happens, happens. I can't do anything about it. I just have to go with the flow and just adapt, you know, because and then you're free. That's yeah. And that's really interesting because then I would say like once you got back to South Dakota, that's when people took notice as to like you not not you not only are you a comic but you have this really smart way of of assessing things and then learning like okay yeah sure we could just start having shows but how do we have successful shows mm-hmm. how do we make sure that the comics that we have are good for the crowds that we're bringing in like it's it's very interesting about you yeah and I, that that also comes with experience i mean that comes with you know, owning businesses and, and working at different jobs and seeing how different things work and, and a lot of failure. I mean, that's where a lot of it comes mm-hmm. from is failure. You know, I've produced a ton of unsuccessful shows in San Diego. <laughs> oh, You're going to okay. ask some comics in San Diego. They'll tell you. They'll, some of the worst shows they did, they were like, yeah, it was your show. I don't know why you had a show <laughs> at this venue. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, there was definitely failure. But there was also success. You know, like, I learned that you, to really be successful, you have to work with other people. You know, that's mm-hmm. huge. Like, when I was in San Diego, it, we, we met a, a friend of mine, Brandon Young, who he's a fantastic clean comedian and he's a, he was a fantastic producer and we started producing stuff together and you know we started working together and we did some really good shows you know like we produced a show for Dana Carvey we produced a show oh, with wow. Gallagher we had uh we opened up our own club you know like at a resort so like wow. we which that ultimately didn't last long and it was very expensive <laughs> and we both lost a lot of money on it but <laughs> One thing that we, it was a learning experience, but what we were happy about is that we paid the comics. Every comic that touched our stage got paid mm. from the, unless it was like a guest spot, but the MC got paid, the feature got paid, the headliner got paid. And we didn't have a budget because with how it worked is we didn't get the bar and the, the bar and food sales because it was one of them situations where we're running a show at this place when they close, you know, the regular hours or whatever, and then we would do shows kind of later at night, mm-hmm. but they would let us do the show there. We got ticket sales. They got food and beverage. That was how, so we didn't have to pay rent or anything like that. Okay. okay. So that's how the split went. So if we didn't get anybody in for a show, those comics still had to get paid, you know? So, oh, shoot. yeah. So a yeah. lot of money and, you know, ultimately we ended up, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, man. having to pay out of pocket sometimes because there were times when, you know, nobody would show up, yeah. whatever. There would only be a few people. But that was our biggest thing is no matter what, all the comics are getting paid. We It doesn't matter because that's the thing. Like a lot of shows out in California, because of their showcase style shows, a lot don't pay, you know, they're, yep. you know, and that's kind of shitty because a lot of times there's a cover being char- you know charged and there's a producer behind the show so somebody's making money mm-hmm. yeah. and they're mm-hmm. just not sharing it yeah. and that's one thing we wanted to try to do but like i said a lot of failure came with that you know there's plenty of shows where <laughs> you just didn't get the people in and they were terrible or the venue was terrible you know you're like oh this is going to be a great venue like that happened uh with me there was a venue i found and the owner was willing to put a little bit of money into the comedy, and the 
give us a little bit of a budget. And I wasn't familiar with San Diego enough, so the neighborhood immediately scared people away. Like, people didn't want to go to this neighborhood. The, the venue was great, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't know this. Yeah. So this neighborhood, people are like, oh, yeah, that's a terrible neighborhood. I don't know why you're trying to do shows there. <laughs> and, you know, we had a few good shows there, but more so, not so, not so good. Because <laughs> nobody wanted to go. Yeah, they were yeah. scared to go to this neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> I see, I see. So you get stabbed in that neighborhood and you stop doing shows. Then. Exactly. That's yeah. that's how it works. That's that's how you do it. <laughs> now let's go back to this comic book store. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Chris loves comic books. So do I. Well, All right, it's well, a new I'll thing. just take a nap during this <laughs> segment. Have you heard of Comics Explained? I have not. Okay. Robert Jefferson is this guy who started a YouTube channel. And basically, like, does summaries of comic books. But he does a really good job of giving, like, real-world examples or, okay. like, analogies of, mm-hmm. like, why... Because sometimes when you read a comic book, some of the disposition is weird and doesn't always land unless you're a fan of those characters already. Yep. He does a good job of, like, being like, this is why you should give a shit as to why this character is getting light right now and... and so I dove in super deep, and then I bought, uh, I have a subscription to Marvel Unlimited, oh. which is an app where they have all the comic books archived, yeah. and you can just fucking go crazy. Uh, but my favorite, so first things first, are you Marvel or DC? Like, which way do you lean? <laughs> it's so funny. I get asked that a lot. Do you really? Yeah. And okay. the answer is. I like them all. I'm an independent guy. Okay. <gasps> No. So like you're Todd the third Mc- party. Yeah, I'm the third party. Like Todd McFarlane. <laughs> yeah, like I like you know like him. I mean, if I had to choose between those two, I'm more of a DC person than a Marvel. But I prefer I I read more independent comics than anything. And uh, like I don't know for me, as owning a shop kind of led me down that path. That's really you know like before I owned the shop, I was always DC Batman. Flash is one of my favorite characters. But then I saw what they did, which when they have a giant story arc, it runs across every book in the universe. And, you know, they do crossovers. And to really get the full story, then you have to delve into these other characters. And then you don't know stuff here, so then you have to go, go dig deeper into their stuff, you know? And so, like, it just made it so difficult and i was just like this is just to get people to buy all this shit that's what this is and i don't like this (laughs) that's why like uh comic book lovers talk about jonathan hickman like the way that he writes stories uh especially for marvel like he tries to make it so that you don't have to do that stuff Mm -hmm. like he he works in enough so that you don't have to go the full backstory obviously if you you get all of them then you get this beautiful really in-depth um like complicated is the only word i could think of but not in a negative way Mm -hmm. like complex in that it makes the story more rich like uh the fantastic four series is is one that people talk about a lot he did a really really good job of that but currently my favorite is secret wars 2 where captain america is basically a nazi 
Ooh. And that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've actually, I, like I said, I read more independent because I, I really oh, did like Did you see your... that poster that's on our wall over there? I'll like, put the picture up here, but we had oh, an independent comic ooh. on Dude Absolutely. Oh, really? And it's, he's a, a black uh, writer and he's doing all black characters. He's like the Jordan Peele of the comic book world right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's awesome. fucking great. He's... That's one thing that's cool about the cities is uh, there's a lot of comic book industry people in the Twin Cities. Well, this guy is actually in San Francisco or San Diego. He's somewhere out, out west. Oh, okay. Well... Well, now you know there's quite a few people in this area <laughs> that That's are in the awesome. industry. You might not have known that, but there is. Well, I'm going to need to do some research because we fucking love comic books. Uh, Elliot Rawl, do you know who he is? That sounds super familiar. He used to do, he dabbled in stand-up comedy for a while, and then he, I think he had a show, was like comics and comics or something yeah, that he yeah. did at a comic oh, book that store. That sounds really familiar. But he's a writer. I'm like he—he's a comic book writer based in the Twin Cities. He's one of my favorite. He does a lot of independent stuff, uh, you know, for independent companies. Okay. And uh, Vault Comics is probably yeah. I read a lot of stuff from Vault Comics. A lot of their titles are pretty good. Because the other thing I like about independent comics, a lot of them do like short runs. You know? Yeah. They do like basically a five book series. So you you get full completion right away. You know you. And you don't have to buy the same books every month, you know. So, mm-hmm. so like with DC or Marvel, if you get a character, you can get those same comics every month, every month, every month, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, this gives me a little more variety because one series ends, so I can spend that money on another book, and so I get to dabble in a lot of different titles and stuff. Have you heard of? Is it uh, Dark Knight? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, I've read a lot of the Dark Knight stuff. You, I'm, t- and I'm talking about the. The company, not not the series. You mean Dark Horse? Dark Horse. There we go. That's what I was Dark Knight for. is a Batman yeah, series. No, I know. <laughs> Dark Horse. Everyone's That's what heard I was thinking. I was like, what? Dark Horse is the one company you think I am? that I've been meaning to get into because <laughs> they popped up in my feed. They have this new character um, who I'm trying to remember the backstory, but like his dad was like a voodoo. Um, God damn it! What's the the phrase? Basically, like a priest, voodoo priest. Yes, or yes, shaman. yes. And then his mom was a witch, and like he's so it's based in Louisiana, and Ooh. he's like this superhero with these powers that he pulls from these two different realms. Oh, well, that's cool. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminded me a lot of um, that. That uh, is it. Moon Knight, the guy who's in all What's white with all and he has a hood. Shit? Yeah, that's Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. It reminded me of that, but apparently people have a lot of problems with with that character because it's never really done well. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I know of the character, and I don't, I don't know why it doesn't, it didn't do well. It's so weird. what? But what? I think part of that is is a lot of these characters that they come up with. There's already a character, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's even in their own universe. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean. It's 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 basically they just like try to regurgitate the same ideas, but try to add a little something different to well, make it different. Moon Knight is one that like they could make amazing because uh, his plight is mental health stuff like uh, bipolar, schizophrenic and like has these and they, they try to like the original guy who wrote it, like trying to integrate that as best he could. 
Mm-hmm. And at the time, people just weren't oh, weren't about mental health yeah. stuff. Yeah. So like they're trying to revive Ahead of them. Its time. I think they were they're talking about having Keanu Reeves play him in a in a movie oh. um, to try and yeah to try and because now it's important again. And well, because I actually thought I heard that they were making a Moon Knight movie, but I don't know. I didn't. I don't keep up on a lot of that stuff. So, so. what characters do you keep up on? Like who could you do like a big old diatribe on? I mean, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was, I'm, I'm fans of characters, but like, I haven't gone like super deep into. Well, them. so I mean, what, but like Batman, I, you know, I read probably more Batman than anything. Gambit okay. was a favorite character <gasps> of mine in Marvel. Uh, fucking love the, the raging Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> um, Flash was another one that I really liked. Um, trying to think. You know, and who's then, one that people should look into more, or like a comic book series? Oh, Deadpool's another one that I oh yeah really like. I mean, who who doesn't that? I just read the the King of the Monsters series. Yeah, was it good? Is, oh yeah, it's awesome. His uh, the Assassins one was pretty good. I actually got into Deadpool because of the Marvel video game, Marvel Alliance. I think was was that the game that came out on was it Marvel Alliance? I think it was Marvel Alliance. This is the video game. It, I mean, this was years ago, like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was like probably 10 years ago okay. when that game came out. More than that. I think it was out on Xbox. But yeah, so oh, like because of that game, that's what got me into Deadpool because he was one of the characters you mm. could play. And, you know, like all the characters had like little taunts and his was always so funny. And I was like, oh, man, this character's freaking awesome. <laughs> I need a, I need more of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like they did... Um... Marvel did a an animated movie. Uh, I think it was Hulk vs. Wolverine versus the Hulk, and Deadpool is a part of this. Uh, these mercenaries, mm-hmm. and yeah, the shit that he was saying in that was absolutely hilarious. Like he gets his head cut off and he keeps talking, and it's just yeah, he's such a fucking funny character. He is, and I'm. This is gonna be. This might be controversial to some people that are super uber comic nerds but Deadpool by far the best Marvel movie they've ever made. Oh yeah. Not even close. I I don't care what anybody says about Avengers, Iron Man, any of the other that is my top movie. As soon as they started making R-rated move uh comic book movies, I was like I'm in. And Deadpool was just amazing, and the, which which led the way for Logan, and that was another great oh. movie. Like those to me are their best Marvel movies. Did you see Logan? No, it's the Wolverine movie where he's an older guy. No, you watch those without me. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm a nerd, so. <laughs> so where did the comic book store come about? Yeah. Uh, Good it question. came about from my attic. Uh, <laughs> no. You were an addict? No, no, not an addict. My <laughs> oh, ad, like so house. you had yeah. it. I mean, I attic. did have an ad. I, I did. I was, you know, addicted to nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're on. The, I think you're supposed to be on dude. Absolutely for that. <laughs> uh, Sucking dick for comics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now the show's gonna get started. Uh, <laughs> No, I, but I've, I've always been a nerd. So, yeah. like, since I was a kid, I read comic books. Like, I was a nerd before being nerd was cool, before yeah. nerd culture was whatever. 
Uh, when you were still getting shoved into lockers. Exactly. Now other kids yeah. are high-fiving you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now I'm cool. Now you're I wasn't cool. Then. Damn it. If you could go back in time, <laughs> you wouldn't be shoving me in a locker in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, right? You'll be asking me to run your, your company. Yeah, uh, that's... <laughs> yes. That's really funny. Yes. Gosh. Uh, but yeah, so... And I was, I was really big into gaming. Like, that was the thing. Yeah. Uh, I was big into Magic the Gathering. Um, and Makes I, sense. Yeah, and I got into that. Like, all my friends, like, like, we, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, we role-played, stuff like that. I still do a lot of that stuff. Uh, and I got into Magic because I worked for an overwrap company that had a contract with Withers, Wizards of the Coast. And so they packaged the Magic cards. Like, they, oh. they cut the sheets down and the decks and then, you know, had these machines that basically made the packs or whatever and did all the packaging or whatever so that's how i learned about magic like my friends played it and i knew of the game but until i was like working at this company because we had what were called hand lines where there might be a defective card and you would have to just sort through cards and look for that one defective card and take it out wow very very uh monotonous kind of work were you allowed and to keep those cards or no, did you no have to? they oh no they're very strict like yeah. that stuff got shredded like because of they you know i mean there's a black market for defective cards stuff I'm sure. like, oh yeah mm-hmm. because that makes it worth more money yeah you know that, that yeah. kind of stuff the imperfections make them worth way more money so no they you would like have to they had these this big shredder where they would like shred this stuff and then bail it and yeah lots of security on the premises lots of cameras like it was crazy oh Oh, yeah yeah. it's crazy i worked for i worked for uh, a company that made uh explosive devices that didn't have as much security as the overwrap place wow (laughs) like that's that's how serious they were about their stuff what haven't you done can i just throw (laughs) that out there this is awesome. That's what happens when you, you're somebody at my age. You do, uh, you've done a lot of I stuff. I know a lot of people your age who have done one thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I've been at my dad's company for the last 30 years. Yeah. I love it. I like to move around, I guess. Yeah. No, what but I experience that, life. That's yeah, funny. exactly. Well, but see, so that the, the job where I worked for the, the company that was uh, explosives or whatever, I worked at that company when I opened my comic book store. In fact, okay. I worked there while I still had my comic book store. Okay. So, like, I still had a full-time job, and I ran a comic book store. And the comic book store came up because another friend who I met at that job, he's a huge comic book nerd. Like, he's a huge DC guy. Like, he gets every title every month. He's been collecting since he was, like, eight years old. You know, he's a few years older than me. I think he's probably late 40s, early 50s. Uh, he had tons and tons and tons and tons of comics. Like I, we helped him move, and we had to put an assembly line because he was putting when he bought this new house, he was putting his comics down in the basement, and we did an assembly line. Like that's how many boxes of comics. Like he has like wow. two. Well, now probably even more. This was like ten years ago. He had like two hundred long boxes of comics. It's ridiculous. Anyway, but he was a huge collector, yeah. and we both had like extra stuff that we didn't necessarily need. And I'd been, you know, we started talking about opening up our own shop or whatever. And, you know, hey, well, eBay was kind of big back then. And so we, what we did is we took all our extra stuff and we started working out of my house, just in my upstairs, you know. And we were selling stuff on eBay. And then we got, uh, we got some, got a resale license and stuff to make it all legit. 
And then that let us get distributors. And so then we had friends that were, you know, into that stuff. And there wasn't really a comic book store or gaming store in the area. So, like, friends that were into that stuff were buying from us outside, Mm. you know, in my house. And then from there, we did that for about a year. And then we decided to take the plunge and open up a a brick-and-mortar store. And so then we did. Uh, And then we had that for like five or six years. I think it was six years total. Like he ended up leaving like a year or so before I closed. He, okay. he got out of the company because he wanted to go do some other stuff. Um, and so then I bought him out. And then I had it for like another year. And then ultimately I ended up having to close too. So Sure. Man, that's so awesome. Special markets, man. I was going to say, yeah. so what um, are there comic books that you reserved for yourself because of like either the rarity or uniqueness? Not necessarily. I mean, we didn't take money from the company. So that thing is smidge closer. Oh, sorry. We didn't take money from the company. So what we did is we just paid ourselves in product. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what we basically just gave ourselves gift certificates and Mm. just got, you know, because we ordered our comics or whatever. You know, he had his stuff that he got, and then I did my stuff, you know, gaming and comics that I got. So that's how we paid ourselves while we had the company or whatever, which is good because that was money we didn't have to spend on the yeah, stuff we true. were going to yeah. spend yeah. anyway, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. it worked out fine. <laughs> that's like his wedding I shot to get tattoos. It's yeah. like, I'm going to get fucking tattoos anyways. Yeah, exactly. And, and we had a couple of employees, too, so, like, you know, it was doing good enough to keep, you know, keep itself open or whatever. So it worked for us. And we both had really good jobs where we were at. So it was, you know, it was fine. Um, But uh, yeah, so not really. I mean, I had like everything I had from then I sold before I moved to California. Because when I moved to California, I pretty much sold everything. Oh, wow. You know, and when I closed, I sold a lot of stuff too. When the shop closed, you know, try to liquidate as much as I could. So, um so, yeah, I didn't really. But there's, like, comic books that are worth money now that I wish I would have bought then. Like, yeah. I would have knew. Like, and I know there's people. Like, a good example is The Walking Dead. Oh. It just came out when we opened our store. Like, that's one of the, one of the, when it launched was about the time we opened our store. And I remember people requesting that comic. You know, they're like, oh, this is a pretty good comic or whatever. It's just an independent title. Yeah. And I forget, did Marvel buy them at one point? No, I don't Cause think so. Because it's available no. on uh, on my Marvel thing. Oh, well, maybe oh, they man. did now. I, I don't know. I But then it was a very independent comic, and it got popular. And then, well, really, I mean, obviously the series is what launched it. And now, like, a lot of those uh, comics are, you know, two $3,000. Like, the number one, I think, in, like, near mint condition is between two and $3,000 is what it's worth. And like all the issues under a hundred are, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Man, like yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, oh man, because that doesn't happen with a lot of modern comic books because they're so overproduced that they don't they don't retain value. They're not yeah. like collectors' items anymore. I mean, well, people and the collect digitization them. of of yes. these things. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so like, but that that's pros and cons. I mean, one of the pros is that. Because they're doing more of the digital stuff, the print stuff is going to be a little rare, a little more rare mm. because it's not, there's not going to be as much printed now. So yeah. that's going to make, you know, the, the printed stuff a little more collectible. 
then, you know, because like in the, the 90s and the 2000s, that's when comics really got overproduced and they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, overprinting and everything. Um, yeah. But when you look back on like the or if you if you listen to any any comic book series, it doesn't matter what company it is. The amount of times that they say that they almost went under is it's the continuity in on that regard. Oh, absolutely! Is, it's, it's a tough industry, and it's right now. It's it's amazing. I mean, I'm sure it's still tough, but it's amazing right now in our in our time that comics are doing really well. Like if you, I remember even when I had a comic book store. I mean, it, when I had my shop, that's when stuff was kind of starting to you know comics were slowly getting a little more popular where you would see some some comic books based on tv series and tv series started popping up based on comic books and that kind of thing mm-hmm. but now you can walk into a comic book store you can think of anything your favorite tv show or something and it's probably going to have a comic book you know, they have Star Trek comic books. They yep. have, you know, they have Barbie comic books. They have really, yeah. Oh, they have all kinds of kids stuff too now. I mean, it's crazy. Like, and you just go in there and there's titles everywhere. There's comic books based on TV series. There's movies. There's books. There's, you know, Stephen King writes a bu- has had some comic book stuff come out. the The Dark Tower series was a comic book. Oh yeah. Uh, his son Joe Hill does a lot of comic books. Uh, he does a lot of the horror genre and. Yeah, so it's just crazy how crazy. popular it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are, are definitely hungry for it. Speaking of hungry, it's time <laughs> oh. for our favorite segment. <coughs> where Dan gets diagnosed with corona. Yeah, right? No, I better not. <laughs> I got I got things coming up. I can't I be know. getting sick. Um, My s- voice just is, I've been talking all weekend. Oh, so. sure. No, I know. It's, and like you're now you're so afraid to cough ever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a big person where I swallow too much of my spit. I don't know why. And I always cough because oh. of it. And when, especially when you're at Target, you're like <laughs> holding oh, it in I like, know. oh my gosh, don't cough. I don't it's even. Like, and I've had really bad allergies since I moved to Minnesota. Like I've, Chris, terrible. Yeah. I have not. Like until I moved to Minnesota, allergies were not a thing oh. for me that bothered me. But now, like the different vegetation around here, so yeah. I'm always like paranoid because, like, well, because you cough because you're like swallowing, like mm-hmm. the drainage from your nose goes back yeah. down there. Yeah. Yep, and yep. it irritates your mm-hmm. throat, so you have to cough. It's like, yeah, I have like cough drops in my pocket, not because of a cold, but because yeah, it helps the irritation. Yeah, the irritation from the sinuses and stuff mm-hmm. draining. Yeah, and it helps. Because I talk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we got, Kim Duke? So I'm a big fan of Smart Sweets because I tried giving up sugar. And so it's like my way of getting sweets. And this is one of the ones we haven't tried. There's also, they just came out with gummy worms for, sour gummy worms for Halloween. And I cannot find them. Took me a long time to find them. Hotcakes? Yeah. I don't think they have them at Target. Do you find those? Is that like in the health food section? No, it's in the candy section. It is, yeah. Um, at Target and all that, I used to get them at GNC in like a big box. Oh, I okay. like the peach rings ones, and then the yeah, that's yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah, good. Um, and um, what was the other one I really like? Peach rings and the Swedish fish kind of ones. Yeah, yeah. But this is a new one, so we're gonna give it a try. It's all p- plant based. Oh. Um, free from sugar, alcohols. Um, 
And yeah, there's a shite ton of fiber. The other ones have 100% of your daily fiber. These ones are only 46%. So you won't shit your pants on the way home. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because yeah. I do have quite the drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one bag, one whole bag of these is 100 calories. I don't know. I love Smart Sweets. I think they're doing a great thing for people who are trying yeah, to quit. Yeah, so sponsor us, God damn it. <laughs> they did use one of my pictures one time on their Instagram. Oh, Hello! wow. And I got some uh, product from that, and I, so I love them. But this is a new one. I want to try their gummy worms. I'm going to find them. I just don't go to GNC because I feel like they judge me when I walk in there because uh. <laughs> I don't have muscles. Yeah, that's how I feel anytime I go into any health food store. You're like, I know um, <laughs> Whole Foods carries them. I had this uh, this joke I so used to So I'm trying to not to touch them all. I'm just going to slide Oh, yeah, out. yeah. So oh. what we do is uh, you'll just pour a little bit out into your hand. There. Oops. And so I got we, four. we don't uh, don't eat them right away. Smell I don't know them. if these will have a smell. They smell like watermelon. What was that sound? That sounded kind of cool. They smell like watermelon. Yeah. They almost. Whoa. Oh, a little starbursty. These ones have way more than the other ones have in the bag. They smell good. I can't smell nothing. Well, that's because. Oh, that's the COVID. Yay! <laughs> <Hey! laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They smell like watermelon. Okay. Which watermelon is like my favorite. Oh, fruit. is it? Oh, yeah. All right. They feel gooey. Let's just eat them. Ooh, they're sour. Oh, man. Salivating immediately. Yep. <laughs> I've never had the um, Sour Patch Kids watermelon things. Are they anything similar? Kind of. I think they're probably more sour. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. That's a lot of sour. I wasn't uh, expecting as much. <laughs> so, does this have fake sugar? Um, it's called. I like it. Alu alulose, artificial non-artificial sweetener that is found in foods like raisins and figs. Okay. It tastes okay. like sugar, but doesn't act like sugar in your body. Interesting. Oh. Okay. The reason I ask is a lot of times these these sugar free types of you know foods and drinks they have like artificial yeah. sweeteners in them that are actually just as dangerous yes. for your yeah. body. So it's plant based. <laughs> it's a good f- source of fiber, um, free from artificial colors and free from artificial sweeteners. Wow. And it is a women owned company. I do know that because I follow the lady on. Wow. Instagram. That, they're actually really good. They're from Canada. And that I'm like, wow, you might have got me on a new product because yeah, being diabetic, yeah. I do have to worry about that stuff. And sometimes I and it's weird because I. When I was younger, I didn't really, I wasn't big into sweets necessarily, but I drank a lot of soda, and I think oh. that's why, like, mm. I had a lot of sugar coming in. Yeah. Were you a Mountain Dewer? Uh, Dr. Pepper, Coke, oh, it did, yeah, yeah, Mountain Dew, all yeah. of it. I, but I quit drinking, so I haven't had soda in like five years. Good for you. But then Hell after yeah. that, then I started craving more sweets. Oh. And now that I'm diabetic, like, yeah. So like having stuff Something, like that yeah. in the house is perfect. Yeah, look into not, it. They, I'm definitely gonna. They look talk into a lot it. about like their product, like what the stuff they actually use mm-hmm. on their Instagram, where they like explain a little bit through it. So yeah, it's good stuff. They I, also have like um, um, like Sour Patch Kids kinds. Those mm-hmm. ones are really good. Hmm. I'll have to check them And then gummy bears and stuff I'm like that. I'm a big gummy person, yes. too. Yes. So they have regular gummy bears and stuff like that. I like their regular gummy bears. Yep. Their uh, peach rings aren't that sour. <clears throat> I like those ones, too. 
it's a it's a different like texture because mm-hmm. it's all plant based. So getting used to that. And, yeah. And then, like when you stop eating sweet sweets, like you're not getting the regular peach rings anymore. And you're like, oh, this is pretty good. It is interesting. Like it, it didn't really get like stuck in my teeth. I didn't no. think about that until. Well, I have a crooked crack tooth in the back, so <laughs> <laughs> stuck in there. I got they a were... crown on it. Yeah, they were pretty good. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna take a pee pee. Um, I was surprised by that. Yeah. Like cause because a lot of times those, those fake candies essentially are yeah. terrible. It's gross. Yes. Or they're like really chewy and gross. Yeah. Yeah. That was not the case. Those no. were really good. No. I do I'm, like. I'm just glad I listened to like an episode where I think you guys had uh, you ate like chocolate covered crickets or no, something. No, we had the barbecue flavor crickets. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm glad that that, that was, was your, not, that, yeah. yeah. I'd rather have this than that. <laughs> it was funny because our daughter actually tried the cricket, which I was so surprised. Yep. Yeah. I was like, on the way here too, I was actually thinking about that. I like, was like, do they gross... still do that that segment? And I'm like, what, what gross thing eat? are they going to But you make? had bull testicles. What's g- worse than that? A cricket? It was crunchy. I don't know. I've never had a cricket. So I, I don't, know. Know. I don't <laughs> think I'd eat it again. <laughs> like I've had some exotic food, but I'm not necessarily a fan of exotic food. Me either. <laughs> I tried at the state fair... Um, alligator bites but it's just deep fried alligator yeah, so I you could deep too. fry anything and it would be like well that's not, that's not that bad <laughs> it didn't really taste like al- i mean no it, it just tasted, tasted like, like meat yeah i mean meat and it wasn't it's cliche to say but it tasted like chicken it I did mean, yeah that's... and it was deep fried i think you can have anything deep fried and you'll be like well it wasn't that bad maybe a deep fried cricket you wouldn't even notice well It'd i just think be if, i think i was gonna say i don't think you, you'd have to batter it because otherwise i think you would just it would just disintegrate, disintegrate. into yeah. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the deep fryer. I think it would just be part of the 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 oil. <laughs> it just melt in there, and then just, you're like, it's just batter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I've been thinking this whole episode is, I know down the road in Big Lake, there's a food truck with uh, Fair Foods, and I am definitely gonna go get some cheese curds after this. Oh, that's ooh, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, because I had to like stop on the way here. Uh, at a gas station, I was like, "Oh man, I did not eat, and I need to eat something." So I just stopped and What'd grabbed. You eat? I just got a corn dog. Oh, nice. I love corn I mean, dogs. Just... I love gas station food. I sometimes I, I used to live on gas station. Yeah. Food. Well, oh, I guess if you traveled too. Yeah. yeah. But when I was in San Diego, that's what because it was affordable. It was affordable and it was convenient. There was yeah. like there was like a, a AM PM out there, which is like the holidays here, essentially. Okay. Like a chain out in California and there was one right down the street from like literally across the street from where I work. So I could stop there in the morning, grab my pop, my soda, my food, my lunch, breakfast, get it all done at all at once. That's like quick trips. Yeah, exactly. And that was the other thing that I really liked about the, the, the job there is that it was down in Chula Vista, which is close to the Tijuana border. So there was a lot of food trucks. So like, lot of taco shops. Oh, I fucking love tacos. Taco, uh, taco trucks. Oh. So, like, for lunch, I'd go get fish tacos. Oh, stop it. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I love tacos. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, it was amazing. I can eat tacos every day, every meal. When we were in, me and Chris went out to California, just the two of us, like a short trip to celebrate my uterus getting removed. And <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Chris ate tacos literally every meal one day. Yeah. I, I, Woke I, up, walk, we could, got tacos yeah. for breakfast. Tacos and burritos, man. Oh, God, they're I so guess. good. That's the one thing I miss about California. Because like the authentic the tacos. Very, yeah. very. You, you, can, you know, I just want to say something. He was really nervous about the snack section because he listened to the episode with the crickets. 
Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I was. I told her because I was like, even on the way here, I was thinking about that. I was like, <laughs> I wonder if they still do this now that they they started this back up, and what crazy thing am I gonna have to eat? That Plus, was not so crazy. No, no, we haven't had any really, really gross ones for a while. That was with Casey, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it Casey? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was with Casey, and then, like you said, your daughter. You got your daughter to eat one yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was into it, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, but yeah, on the way here, that, I, that was what I was thinking about. I'm like, oh, I wonder what I'm gonna. That's have. not even the worst one. The worst one. Did you tell him about the seaweed jerky? Gross. Oh, I, every time you talk God. about it, I want to vom. That it, sounds. Awful. It was disgusting. That was with uh, Doima and uh, Nathan Smezrud, and it was so bad that Nate was like, I'm not sure I believe how bad it was. So he took another bite, and was like, Oh yeah. It's horrible. It was, yeah. I don't, it's indescribable. I've never tasted anything like it, and it was just the texture. It's so it can always yeah. be a texture thing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like that, I don't like mushrooms. Gross. Mushrooms don't necessarily have a taste. It's a texture thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. I mean, that's like like with the the Rocky Mountain oysters things. That's what it is. For, it's more texture than yeah. anything. Yeah. I'm just like Ugh. like if I bite into a McChicken and something pops. <laughs> I can't eat the rest of it. I'm like, oh, there was a vein, there's cartilage. I don't know what the fuck a that beak was. Beak might be in there. God, I don't even know. I oh my god. When it comes to food, I'm like super paranoid too. Like, are you? Oh yeah. If I have a bad experience, like one time, I accidentally drank spoiled milk. Oh. And that was like, I want to say I was like a maybe a teenager and ever since then you're you, you i dub- rarely drink milk okay or have milk and when mm. i do i'm super paranoid i like open it up i smell, smell it, it you know and i put it down i smell it again <laughs> i you know maybe take a little taste or like i'll pour a cup or whatever Watch and then i'll like it. and then i'll like take a little like uh, little tongue little <laughs> tongue there <laughs> Milk is just not very good. Let's just and be then, honest. Yeah. Unless it's with something, yeah. milk on its own. I've never been a big milk no, drinker either, I've, and it's got to be real cold milk. Yeah, but one thing I don't. This is a weird combination, but a tall glass of cold milk is really good with pizza. What really to me? I'm. I'm Do you like spicy pizzas? Uh, sometimes. I mean, what's yeah. your what's like, your go to you pizza? The, the peppers on there and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, love yeah. Okay, um, that makes sense then. My go-to is here's another controversial thing. But oh, here we go! You're just <laughs> I'm full, full of controversy. I am in that recall right there. That's right. That's Red the best <clears throat> kind. They yes, these are amazing. <laughs> Said my throat's all crackly from all the talking I've did all Chris weekend. Is getting his nick gum over here. Yeah, um, if you want some nicotine gum, I'm a <clears throat> guy. Oh, are you? Well, I don't. No nicotine for this fella. I thought I had him in my car because you drove my car, and I'm like, what would it? I don't smoke or and no nicotine or anything, and I'm like, I wonder how sick I would get if I chewed this piece of gum, and then I'm like, not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Okay, controversy. Not. Okay, so I'm a big for the most part. Like, if you buy a frozen pizza or whatever, I just do Supreme or okay. whatever. That's the, yeah, you yeah, know, the, the go-to. But my favorite go-to pizza. If I'm going to order a pizza, ham, Canadian bacon, or Canadian, Canadian bacon, mm-hmm. pineapple, oh, fuck yeah. and jalapeno peppers. Oh. Those three toppings make the ultimate pizza. It's like the umami. Oh, yeah. It's freaking amazing. That's 
And I know a lot of people are like, you can't have pineapple on pizza. Oh, I love pineapple on pizza. It's so <laughs> Those good. Those people are wrong. They're yeah. wrong. <clears throat> they and really you know are. What? I don't know. That's you know what's sad? <laughs> I used to be those people. When I was younger. You were that person. I was that person. Like I the the warm watermelon or watermelon. I'm thinking about those now. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the candy we had. The warm pineapple was weird to me. Yeah. Oh. As as like a kid or, you yeah, know, yeah. like it was just a weird thing. But as I've gotten older. The p- thing is, though, with that pizza stuff, too, is like, have anyone eat like have these people ever had kebabs where there's pineapple on the kebab and it gets warmed up? Like it's delicious. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, now I love grilled water. Yeah, uh, I keep saying watermelon. <laughs> People do grill watermelon. <laughs> they though. do. They do. Uh, you know what I did as an experiment? I didn't know how it would go, and Kissed it ended up, huh? Huh? What? No. It ended up being really good. As I grilled cucumber. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. I could see I, that. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, for I had a bunch of cucumbers because somebody gave us some cucumbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I didn't want them to go to waste. So I was like, I wonder what this would be like if we, you know, yeah, grilled this. People do squash. And yeah, stuff I love like that. growing zucchini. It's so good. And so I was yeah. like, ah, oh, I'll do it. So I like chopped it up into like chunks and then put like uh, olive Ooh. oil and some garlic, you Ooh. know, on it or whatever. Put a few spices and then put it on the grill and let it get, you know, yeah, yeah, that perfect texture and. It was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. I was expecting it to be terrible. I had yeah. very I'm, low expectations. And it's good when you go in with low expectations because then your taste buds are like, okay, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's and like- see, that's why you, you earlier you're talking about how like I adapt. I set low expectations. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Like I never try to like set high because I don't like... If you set too many high expectations, you just end up getting let down. Yeah. So, yeah. That's like sure. when I first started. Keep them low. <laughs> first started dating and I'm like low expectations. Uh, yeah. That's how I got Chris. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah. 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 I, yeah. I could see it's that. It's funny that. She wouldn't date guys unless they had at least one missing tooth. That's not true. They had to be real dirty looking. <laughs> no, I loved them dirty. One thing. It's funny. I used to say all the time in high school, like I would do something half-assed and be like, well, it's good enough for the guys I date. Because that's how my <laughs> expectations were like, well, it's good enough. That's funny. Yeah. And so I was helping my friend and her husband sheetrock their shop. And I was like, it was like a little crooked, but not really. It looked good enough. I'm like, well, and out of my head, I just, all of a sudden I go, well, good enough for the guys I date. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, in high school, I used to say this thing. And yeah. Sorry, love you. <laughs> That's right. He's super, super anal about the the. the, the I do the, love anal. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. I, about I the sheet rocking because you're waiting for somebody to splooge on your back. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> are we gonna have to start shaving your back if you get a tattoo back there? There's really only the one patch of He's hair. Got one giant patch of thick on hair my on the lats on the right side. Starting well, to come then, in on the left then side. Then just get the tattoo on the left side. It's probably yeah, yeah. Right? Leave the space, like make it like <laughs> tattoo around. Incorpor- incorporate the hair into the tattoo. <laughs> That's something you have. I don't think I've seen yet. I mean, I guess maybe I have. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess they have. There's been a few, like uh, mostly bald spots, though. So oh, they, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like the guy mowing the lawn or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, uh. People get eyeliner tattooed on. Mm-hmm. People have tattooed their lips. I like, do want to get lipstick tattooed on. It looks really painful. And so I'm not, oh, my God. That sounds horrible. Well, you also wanted to inject your lips. That's one way to swell those lips up is get them tattooed. I'm not going to do it, though. 
I'm too old now. I don't really care. I uh, a friend I of mine like. just got her palms tattooed. Ugh. And it's like, that is such... I love you, Mina. You're fantastic. But that's such a temporary thing. Because of how much you wash your hands. Yeah, yeah washing yeah. your hands. The healing process is a fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. I, I... Did she get eyes tattooed <clears> on <throat> no, so she, she could got, do this? It's a, it actually looks really cool. It's a, like a rabbit... Uh, like jumping through a portal, so half of the rabbit is on this. Oh, that's hand. cool. Yeah, Aww. it looks really cool. But you but could it, do the same thing, like on your arms, and it'll be there forever. Yeah, forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, good. I don't. I, don't I know. So you have a lot of nerd tattoos, lots of yeah. <laughs> gaming stuff. <laughs> yeah, even like yeah, the yeah. writing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What is it? What, what do your arms say? Uh, this one says, uh, "Love conquers, hate consumes." Yeah, Ooh. yeah. And yeah. this one says, "Love more, hate less." So nice. it's like a combo. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. I like it. Combo move. Combo. Bam. <laughs> just like just like the one up, baby. And one finish them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I heard the funniest <laughs> uh, that that history hyenas podcast they listen to. Um, Plugging another podcast on the podcast. Yeah, whatever. We do it uh, all the time. They uh, <laughs> for gay uh, for National Pride Day last year, one of the guys <laughs> wore a shirt. Of uh, a guy sucking another guy's dick, and underneath it, it said, finish him. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to talk about uh, uh, somebody doing a joke about Mortal Kombat and Corona. Because I've been doing a joke about that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. This is a a little icebreaker, because like comedy's kind of weird now. Like A lot of places, you have to wear masks inside. Are you in the Sisyphus contest, by the way? I am. Hell yeah. Uh, November. Fifth, mm. I, I'm on the same night. On the oh, fifth, you're out, yeah. man, out. Just keep it. I just, I just. So we close on the thirteenth. So I talked to Grant and. Oh, moved. okay. I was like, was you're supposed to be on the thirteenth? The twelfth. I was gonna say, oh, yeah, yeah. There's the no last way we have time. to pack a truck. I was like, yeah. I'm like, I was like, wait, no, you were on a different week. Yeah. Okay, I guess we're on the same week then. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a contest. You touch <laughs> tips. <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, I'm gonna go to Keller. You don't work Wednesday, right? What Wednesday? This coming Wednesday. Oh, because no. I haven't done I haven't done stand up yeah. since February. Oh yeah, he hasn't got yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. So I went to Keller. I went there a couple times now, and Matt and I were talking about the contest. I think it came out. I think it was with Matt. And he's like, "Oh yeah, Chris isn't doing stand up anymore." And I'm like, <laughs> "He's in the contest though." He's like, "No, he's not. He didn't do." He done th- oh, I was on their podcast. That's what it was. When, oh, we were, when I was doing their yeah. podcast, we were talking about it. Because Jalen was there, too. And Nathan. And we were talking about it. <clears throat> and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I saw his name on that list. And then I pulled up the email. And I was like, yeah, he's in that contest. <laughs> so he yeah, might have not. a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to do at least one. I'm excited. Like, I've written a bunch of stuff. The, the opener that I used to do was... That one beer, twelve beer joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to figure out a new, like, way to break the crowd in, and it's still a misdirection. I'll cut it out. It's funny he told his dad that joke, and his dad's like, "That is really well written." <laughs> <laughs> I was That's very awesome. excited about it, but yeah, so I'm 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 excited to to do that. By the time this comes out, because we got Ollie, Paul, 
So three weeks from now. Holy buckets. What do you so got going on things, in three weeks? So many different things are going to change by then. Yeah. Tell people I, all of the, the things, please. Oh, geez. I, well, I, first of all, you have a podcast. Yeah, let's art, talk about your yeah, podcast. Yeah, I have the, the podcast, The Art of Bombing, which you've been a guest on. You Very were, fun. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, if you're into podcasts, which if you're listening to this, you probably are. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Art of Bombing podcast is uh, it's a podcast where I talk to performers mostly. Uh, sometimes I throw in business people too but we talk about failure and what we learn from oh, it okay. oh yeah and yeah bombing on stage when i talk to performers and yeah their worst shows and so there's a lot of great conversations yeah. lots of uh different viewpoints because i you know i'm not like i don't have to have just comics on it that have been doing it forever you know mm-hmm, i have mm-hmm. a variety i've had people that have just been doing comedy for less than a year to people who've been doing it for 20 30 years you know so there's a good variety of you know viewpoints and stuff on it have you had have you had beth stelling on i have not no we'll talk after okay that sounds good <laughs> yeah i'd love i'd love to have her i mean that's that's great so, i know who she is so yeah yeah so and then you've got you're going to utah yeah, so by the time this comes out, that will be done. I'm going to Utah. I'm leaving Tuesday, this coming Woo! Tuesday, and then the 16th, I film my dry bar comedy special. Woo! Yeah. In Utah? Yeah, yep, in Provo, Utah. Yeah. Oh, it's a motherland. Yeah. My brother yeah. was living in Provo for a little bit. Chris's <laughs> family is Mormon, so oh, if you need okay. to bring any special underpants with you, Chris has a hookup. <laughs> I do, I know a guy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's Obviously, funny. this guy is a heathen now, not oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of the culture. Yeah. A lot of the people that leave the culture turn into heathens. That's, I think so, too. Yeah. I think that's that's how it's supposed to be. I think so, yeah. You know, they got to go as far the other way as yeah, they can. Because, because if you become a heathen while you're part of the, the, the situation... They separate you from yeah, that situation. Yeah. They're like, you're out. Discommunicate. You get 86. Excommunicate. Oh, yeah. discommunicate. Did I say disc? You did. Whoa! <laughs> I have a master's degree. I'm smart. Also, you keep playing with your cord. I know. Oh, it's, God. I know. I have to. God. Nervous twitch. Nervous yeah, twitch. And t- then. Yeah. Uh, and is then, the dry comedy like the stuff you're recording? Is that like does is that the stuff that? And I'm not in comedy, so don't. Is that the stuff that usually plays on like Sirius XM and stuff like that? They do more video stuff, yeah. so oh, okay. like there's a lot oh, of. Oh, okay, I know what you're. So talking. they have a they have their own streaming platform, so like you can yeah. buy. They do basically they film like uh, 25 minute specials, and then they they'll they stream on their app where people okay. can buy them. They're yeah. like maybe a dollar or two dollars or whatever. But what they do is they cut them up into chunks. You know, usually, you know four to six minute bits or whatever and they put them out on their social media channels and they have huge following and huge marketing so like a lot of these uh clips get millions and millions and millions of views so it's it's a really good for like exposure and stuff but their thing that they specialize in is clean comedy so these are squeaky clean comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's like comedy for everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially how they're marketing. Because and uh, so yeah, so that's what it is. And it'll yeah, it'll be huge. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, who knows when it'll release? But it, yeah. I'm filming next week, so okay. I'm very excited. What about else it. you got coming up? And then uh, in November, I'll be in Las Vegas for the World Series of Comedy. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I just got uh, the email yesterday. That Hell I got yeah. accepted. I made it into the top 101. 
Dude, congratulations. congratulations. So where where does that happen? That's going to be in Las Vegas. Like well, what, I mean, ho- what? What hotel or Oh, the Strat. Like and they have a club in there or they just have I think a venue yeah, in there? yeah, yeah, they have nice. I think, yeah. I think there's a club in there. I'm not sure how that. I just know that you're just gonna be out of, on the streets walking and talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. That's how you do it. You Handing just, out cards. Have you not went out on the street and yelled jokes at people? That's how <laughs> comedy works. You just get your little soapbox, and as people walk by, you scream your jokes out. Yes, I yes. did that at Comic Con one year. And then awesome. sisters' fists. I always call it sisters' fists. Sisters. Yeah, well, so, I can't even so say Sisyphus it. will be like before the World Series of Comedy. So oh, okay. the the fifth at Sisyphus for that contest, and then that following week, which is the ninth through the fourteenth, Las Vegas for the World cool. Series. Yeah, All for right. for the fifth, get tickets because those sell out really quick because it's limited seating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it is a f- super. F- the crowds are always fantastic. There. Don't go I mean, if you're sick, assholes. Time. Yeah, don't be. Yeah, dick. Yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I've been like, because I have this dry bar taping, I've been super paranoid. That, I'm, like, I'm sure now, and, and now adding this Las Vegas thing on, I'm sure you're like, fuck, I need. Well, the Las Vegas thing isn't as like, no, I mean, I, it's yeah. cool that I got in and, and, and you know, and I hope I get a go and everything works out. But if I was to get sick and have to miss that, not going to be as devastating as the dry, as the dry bar. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah. You like, gotta try and connect with uh, Joe Coy when you're out in Vegas. Oh yeah, is he is he based in Vegas now? He has a house in Vegas. Well, I mean, people can have houses. Places. Yeah, but he but he's there a lot. Oh. Um, so he's in Vegas and then he's in L.A. as well. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, I don't think he's gonna be wanting to connect and hang out with no, me. No, you don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he's not on your speed dials. Probably not. Probably oh, okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some pretty famous comics in my phone, but. Uh, at one time, Chris did too. At one time, yeah, yeah. Phone my died. phone died. Yeah, Such that's what happened to me. Yeah, it's, I had it's a, a bummer. Legit, like movie star David Keckner. Do you know who that is? Whammy. Yeah, you see Anchorman. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I know who you're talking and about. And the guy in the office. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, I know who you're talking about. We were in cahoots, and then oh, phone died. That, but that was before the cloud. Oh, that's when you had you like could, an android i think or something. yeah i did yeah it's a bummer i had uh i had uh kevin pollock's number Ooh. Yeah. hell yeah yeah because i did some shows with him oh, i'm gonna have to put on a back brace for all this name dropping we're doing. right oh god here we go <laughs> look at them talking about all the people <laughs> they knew <laughs> So uh, I have the main person, the only important person in my phone, and that's Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got, gotta have your 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 speed dialed to heaven, man. <laughs> it's like I don't have to worry about. I don't want this asshole pulling me down to hell with him. I gotta go up. <laughs> well, I mean, all I'll the cool fast people. track to heaven. <laughs> Do you think there's an open mic scene in hell? <laughs> that's probably all hell is. It's, you think about the worst open mic you've ever been to, and, that's what and it's hell, and it's that times infinity. Oh, that's shoot. what hell is going to be for us comics. Yeah. That's what hell is. I guarantee no you, no one laughing. It's going to be the worst open mic you've ever. People talking throughout your set. Yep. Oh. You, you can't. No, you don't even get to perform. Heckling. You're just forced to watch. The, oh, and the, the light goes on immediately, except for one guy who doesn't actually do comedy. 
<laughs> oh gosh, you guys are funny. All yeah, right. that's that's yeah. Now I'm afraid to go to hell. All right, <laughs> you're gonna have to give yeah, me. I'll you're gonna have you, to give I'll, me those I'll digits. Give you his number. <laughs> I think, I think I just created my own hell, and I'm like, oh, now I'm afraid. I think it is time to find now Jesus. When you go, now when you go to Utah, I know what you're doing. You're getting baptized. You're going to that temple. You're going to find some freaking like, yeah. missionaries. You're, yep. Yep. It's, it's definitely time to, to change my ways. <laughs> if anything's going to bring me to Jesus, it's going to be a terrible open mic. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that is so funny. Dude, that's funny. <sighs> I wish job. I wish that you had the ability to make that right, like cut that out and make that into like a little cartoon scene where you're standing on stage in hell. I could, yeah, I could do it. That's funny. It's not going to look great, but I could do it. Oh my god, that's <laughs> funny to think about. So, what are all the social medias website? Uh, website is danbublitz.com and it's not spelled B O O B like it sounds. It's B U B L I T Z. Uh, that yeah, you can, my website. Uh, you can see what my upcoming shows and stuff like that. All my other social media is D Bublitz Comedy. You can get me on Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok. Oh, that's right. Uh, you're, you're on, on the TikTok. I'm on the Tickety Talk. I don't do very well. Like I had one TikTok video that got like eighty thousand views. Hell yeah! And then like everything else I put on there. Not even close. Like <laughs> it must not, be a weird algorithm how that well, works. Well, it it definitely definitely is because I because I also study marketing. I'm about to get my associates in marketing. Hell yeah. And so like I've been experimenting with different things. You know, like different lengths of the clip, clips with uh, with subtext, without hashtags. hashtags, like all that to kind of see what works. I haven't figured it out. Yeah. But. I That's got, like our that, daughter has a TikTok account and some of the videos that have a lot of views. I'm like, yeah, that video. Right. Where, who's I, watching that? It's like I mean, that, that uh, ocean brace, ocean spray skateboarder. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't see the video, but I know what you're talking about. He's been popping up. But it's crazy because like like you'll see it, you'll see like a woman just standing there and doesn't even have to say anything. And it'll have hundreds of thousands of <laughs> likes and views. And it's like, why? Why? They didn't do anything. That's why. Nothing. They're just staring. You know, it's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I also don't do, uh, like, with TikTok, a lot of people, you know, they do, like, lip syncing and silly videos or whatever. I just put stand-up clips on. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, another comic, he kind of blew up on TikTok, and he was the one that, you know, we had a conversation about it. Uh, Shout out to Dusty Slay. You guys don't know who he is. Go check him out. He's a fantastic headliner uh and just great comedian uh but he was on my podcast and we got to talking about tiktok because i was like when the pandemic started i kept making jokes on twitter about not joining tiktok you know i was like ah, i haven't got so bored i joined tiktok yet you know like <laughs> hey. stuff like that and then he was on my podcast and we were talking about it and because he started posting just stand-up clips and he got more following on that social media platform than any of his other platforms and he's been on you know late night tv you know he's did some late night spots and he's you know so like he's out there uh and he's got a pretty good following on instagram but not clearly not nearly as good as his tiktok and his videos just blew up and so we were talking about and he's like this is what i've been doing i'm just doing stand-up clips i'm not doing you know any of the other (laughs) stuff and just whatever and so i i was like all right well that makes sense. And then I started looking around for other comics, and quite a few comedians were kind of doing that, where 
they're just putting stand-up clips. So, and I don't know if that messes with the algorithm or what. But I oh, that there's more of it now. Yeah. Well, no, not just that there's more of it, but it's not like the same kind of you know because a lot of the stuff on TikTok is trends. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the, the people, dance. The, dance, the dance, what's the dance, yeah. what's the what's the transition, the you know the different creative ways they can do a video or whatever. There's always these trends, and that's mm-hmm. usually what you know gets gets the algorithm yeah. going or whatever. So I don't know how stand up clips fit into that at all or, or whether it does or not, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. You know. So like now like with Dusty because he's got probably a huge following on TikTok, like he can post a video and he's probably going to get tons of views yeah. on that video yeah. right away because, because of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I have that one video that did really well, but it didn't really build me a following. Oh. You know, like I have like 500 followers on TikTok and you know, and it fluctuates. Yeah, all know. every day. Yeah, yeah. like my daughter got to ninety nine, and then one hundred and one. She was so excited, and then went back down to ninety, and she like cried. Oh no! I'm like, I was like, I don't even. I like watch it, but I'm like, I lose people, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm not consistent because that's overall when it comes to like marketing and social media yeah, marketing, consistency yeah. is key, and you have to keep up on it. And I'm one of these people where I'm like, I'm just too lazy. I know yeah. what like, will get you a big following. We'll get Layla in here and you, and you guys can do the Renegade dance together and then <laughs> post it on your TikTok. Boom, a thousand more followers. Maybe, but I don't know that it'll be the right followers. <laughs> That's true. You don't want them followers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's funny. like, are you trying to get me arrested? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a trap? Is Chris going to be we'll popping? See why all these is, cameras is, are is, here? Is the other Chris going to be popping out of a <laughs> closet or something? What's going on here? He's actually in one of these sound oh, panels. He's just going to pop out of yeah, the yeah. sound panel. There's a hole behind that. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Chris D'Elia and Chris Hansen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Ooh. good news is is that uh, when that happens, I'll be able to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. He'll be focused on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. All right. Well. The last thing that we do, our, our listeners are, are called ducklings. So we say au revoir, little ducklings, quack, quack. Au revoir, little ducklings, quack, quack. Then you uh, words. What was that? Words, quack, quack. O- au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Yeah. That's goodbye. Au revoir. How okay. do you say goodbye in Ukrainian? <laughs> Good question. Duck, <laughs> 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 duck. <laughs> Good job. <laughs>